Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Best and Worst of Walt Disney World. I'm your host, Pete Werner, and I am joined for this episode by my lovely producer, Mr. Craig Williams. Hello. And uh, we haven't done these for about a month, so we're getting them started again. Kind of took a break from it, tried some different stuff. But uh, we're back to doing our best and worst shows each week. So we thought we'd uh, start off with something uh, near and dear to my heart. And that uh, that is uh, the best table service restaurants at Walt Disney World that require two credits on the Disney dining plan. Now, we did one. Uh, we did a, a couple uh, previously that were best one table service credit restaurants. So we thought we would kind of revisit that and do... The best two table service credit restaurants. Now, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, if you purchase the Disney dining plan as part of your Disney World vacation, you get a certain number of credits each day toward meals for the length of your vacation. Some restaurants are just one credit. Those are your kind of standard table service restaurants. But the signature dining restaurants, the more expensive places, require two table service credits. So we thought... You know, we do something that, you know, kind of give you some guidance from our opinion. Uh, Craig has his list. Mm -hmm. I have mine. We have not compared notes. But I always want I always like to go into these saying that these are just our opinions. We're not expecting anybody to base their decisions off our opinions. This is part of the information you collect as you plan your vacation. You'll make a decision that's best for you. There are people that are going to disagree with what's on our list. They're not wrong, and neither am I. So that's the whole idea behind sharing this. This is just my opinion. Take it for what it's worth. I've eaten at all these places many times. Um, so I'm just kind of giving you the benefit of my experience. Now, the reasons that restaurants will show up on this list um, vary. For some it's because the theming or the atmosphere uh, around it is so good that it's really worth that investment of the two table service credits. For others, it's the food. The food is really good, and it's really worth that investment. So understand that I'm, I'm not applying one standard to all of these. And with all those caveats now out of the way, I'm going to start off with my number five best two-credit two table service restaurant at Walt Disney World, and that is the Hoop-Dee-Doo Review Hmm. at Fort Wilderness. This is the longest-running dinner show in America. It's been running since the 70s, and it is consistently a great experience. Again, we're not serving gourmet food here, but we are serving delicious fried chicken and ribs and cornbread, and and it's all you can eat, so they keep bringing it out to you. They bring it out in buckets. The servers are kind of into it. They're a little sassy. It's a great family-friendly stage show that they put on. Very popular. Um, In my opinion, absolutely worth two table service credits for that experience, if that's the sort of thing you're into. Now, you may be into just fine dining, and that's what you want to spend your table service credits on. That would not be a good choice for you. But if you're looking for something different to do, an experience that you'll remember that is consistently very good. For me, it's the Hoop Dee Doo Review. I absolutely agree. That's also on my list, is but it? in a different place. Okay, well, what is your number five? What is my number five? The Boathouse, actually, over at Disney Springs. You know, I was going, I was looking at that. Yeah. But 
I said, yeah, too soon. You know too what? Soon. I've been, it's good. It's been consistently yeah. good. I've gone, I think, three times now to the boathouse, uh, twice for dinner and once for lunch. And I haven't had a bad meal there yet. I haven't had bad service. And, uh, you know, the time that I went and I got their uh, steak and lobster combo, it it was just absolutely heavenly. But the other thing I really love about the boathouse, too, is just that view that you have looking it's a out great view. towards Saratoga Springs as well as uh, out towards Paddlefish, depending – or, sorry, that's opposite way um, – out towards uh, – Cirque du Soleil Theater. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just can have some a really nice, relaxing evening there, especially like right at sunset point. It's really beautiful. And the, there. Food, the food is outstanding. Oh, yeah. The service is outstanding. It, it really is. It's an excellent restaurant. The only reason it didn't make my list is because it's still in the new. Yeah. The new category. Um, but actually, my honorable mention on this list is also in the new category. And it's not that. Oh. But, okay. Um, okay. All right, so that's Craig's number five. Number four for me, the Hollywood Brown Derby at Disney's Hollywood Studios. In this instance, I went with, this is a signature restaurant and deserves to be a signature restaurant. The food is consistently outstanding. I eat there at least once every few months and every time, every time, no matter what I order, the food is really good. And the service is uh, is outstanding. And also, there's the the legacy of it. Um, this is a re- a true recreation of the original Hollywood Brown Derby. Um, that you know, if you ever watched I Love Lucy and things like that, you saw it in movies, you saw it in television shows back in the fifties and the sixties. Um, and this is where all the stars would would gather and. Um, they do movie premieres. You know, they, they get they they go there after movie premieres, and they actually take very seriously the legacy. So, a lot of the things that are done in terms of like the Cobb salad, the the Brown Derby made the Cobb salad famous. Um, how that is done is exactly the way it was done at the Hollywood Brown Derby, the original. Um, so, a lot of the legacy of the original has been carried over into this. And if you ask your servers about it, they'll tell you the whole story. And it's really interesting. That, for me, adds to yep. the charm of, of the place. Plus, it's a beautiful restaurant. So all things considered, I think, uh, for me, number four on my list, Hollywood Brown Derby. Yeah, I'd actually put it at the exact same place. Um, the the Cobb salad is my absolute favorite thing it's on the menu there. Uh, I just gushed about it on a recent uh, Disney World edition podcast episode i i absolutely love it the entire menu is great um you know and one of the best additions i think they've added to that restaurant is the uh the outdoor bar area that the they tapas, have the tapas yeah. uh, area yeah which you know that's that's not a two table service credits but it's just it kind of brings the whole restaurant together you have a little bit of a wait you can sit out there hang out before uh before you go into the mm-hmm. actual main dining uh it's just it's it's a lovely experience and they still have done such a great job of kind of keeping it a world on its own all that background sound from everything else happening in hollywood studios doesn't really drift into there so it's still just it's an elegant it's an elegant place to eat i absolutely love it elegant but at the same time you don't feel out of place going in there sweaty with a t-shirt and shorts so i i yeah i absolutely love it so that's number four number three for me and I'll be honest, there's not a lot of daylight for me between three, two, and one. Um, and this is where my list gets 
obvious. Um, California Grill. I put it at number three. And here's why. Um, there's, I mean, you certainly can't beat the view. Generally speaking, the food is very consistent. My experience has been, it's always been good. But I've talked to a lot of people who have not always shared that experience. So I'm kind of factoring that in too. Where they, you know, I hear, not all the time, but enough to register. People say, yeah, you know, we went for dinner there and my steak wasn't good or this wasn't that good or that wasn't that good. That has not been my experience. But kind of factoring in some of that, which is why I put them at number three. Uh, the view from, this is the, the, the top floor of the contemporary view of the Magic Kingdom, the surrounding area, uh, all of, all of uh, Seven Seas Lagoon. Uh, you can see uh, the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian. Watch the fireworks. That's probably the big thing yeah. to do there. Uh, you know, schedule it so you have dinner while the fireworks are going on at the Magic Kingdom. Really amazing. Also extraordinarily expensive. And this is, you know, in terms of using table service credits, this is a great way to get some value for your money. So number three for me, California Grill. Uh, number three for me is probably actually going to be on your least favorite list, and that's Morimoto Asia. Actually, it, I did not put Morimoto oh, on my least favorite. It just didn't go on any. Um, I I really enjoy this restaurant. Uh, for a sushi fan, this is the best sushi that you will find on property, hands down. Um, it, like I just I can't even describe it. The variety, the pricing's a little high on mm-hmm. it, but it's expensive. You know, it's from an Iron Chef. So True. what do you expect? But then. Uh, the the entrees that they also serve here like really took me by surprise. Everyone talks about the ribs that are here, and they just melt in your mouth. They are so delicious. But it, you know, it's not just a sushi place. It's kind of like an Asian blend when it actually Asian comes. fusion yeah. exactly. So uh, there's as long as you like some sort of Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese, Thai type food, you will find something you like on this menu, uh, and it really it. Kind of like Boathouse, all the restaurants now at Disney Springs, it kind of transforms throughout the day. And dinner is the only time it actually is two table service credits. If you go there for lunch, it, it won't. It'll only cost you one. But I, for like a date night, dinner is just where you have to go. The reason it is not on either of my lists is because in my experience there has been, ugh. but I'm the only person I know yeah. that feels that way. Everybody else that's eaten there loves it. So for that reason, I felt that it needed to stay off my list. Yeah. So, but that's interesting. Understandable. Yeah. yeah. Now, number two and number one, it's a constant battle for me. Um, this is in terms of absolute, like, phenomenal food, consistently good, uh, great atmosphere, um, one restaurant edges just ahead of the other but number two on my list is the newly reimagined flying fish at disney's boardwalk um any place that can get me to eat seafood and brussels sprouts has a genius for a chef and i have done both of those things at this restaurant as a matter of fact because of the way he prepared brussels sprouts i now cook them in a very similar way and love them now if you know me if you know me that, that was a word you just never thought you'd hear me say, that I enjoy Brussels sprouts, <clears throat> let alone that I'd cook them. 
That is how good this guy is. Chef, uh, Chef Tim Majoris mm-hmm. um, is an absolute genius. He completely reimagined this restaurant and this menu. It is, uh, it's not, the menu is inconsistent because he's constantly changing the menu based on what's available to him, what's, what's locally, what, what he can locally source, what he can get fresh. So the menu is ever-changing. But the consistency comes in from just how good it's done. And it's just an amazing experience to go in there, have this wonderful meal in this gorgeous restaurant. And you really feel like you're back. You know, it's like the boardwalk in the 30s or the 40s, that art deco, the blues and the silvers. And from from just the service, the food, uh, the atmosphere, the whole thing. Um, it's phenomenal. The only reason, the only reason it's number two is because it's relatively new. It's only about a year old um, under Chef Tim. And what sits in my number one spot has been around longer and has been consistent longer. So for that's the only reason. But number two for me, the Flying Fish at the Boardwalk, If you, you really should check it out. Yeah. My number two is California Grill, actually. So basically all of the reasons that you gave, um, there is nothing like having a meal and being able to sit and watch fireworks, uh, the wishes happening, or I guess in a, just a little bit, uh, happily ever after happily ever is after. what we'll be watching there. But, um, they, they just have a great drink selection, especially if you're a wine lover, a ton of California wines, uh, a, a nice blend of sushi as well as other entrees that they have there. And, it's just it to me it is like one of the ultimate Walt Disney World restaurants in that like I feel like you can almost transport yourself back to 1971 when you're sitting up there yeah. you it feels historic well if you were transporting there. yourself back to 1971 you'd be watching cheesy uh uh, cheesy variety show entertainment because that was top of the world yeah. back then. Hey, and I would love that. Did. You know, I love this restaurant, but if they could convert it back to that, that would be just as good. No, but no, dear. It would. No. It would. Um, no. It needs to. I'd put on a fun blue suit and I'd be just rocking the floor. But yeah, okay. I, I love California Grill. <laughs> this is my producer. I am so very, very, very scared. Uh, so you're number two, California Grill. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. My number one should come as no surprise to anybody who watches uh, my shows. Um, it is my favorite restaurant on Disney property right now by a hair. And that is Gico at Disney's animal kingdom lodge. Um, you know, just, uh, where, where, where it gets the edge for me is, um, the South African influence in the menu, uh, or the African just in general, not just South African, but African, um, uh, influence in the menu, the consistency of how good this restaurant is. It's, you know, there's a difference between a great meal and a culinary experience. Places like the Flying Fish, the California Grill, and Gico, in my opinion, are culinary experiences. Um, and they are they're just without parallel. And, and Gico... I every time I go in there, I'm blown away. I'm blown away by how good the food is. And again, the service and then the atmosphere. You're at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And we'll get to this in another another show, but this is a resort that does just this genius thing 
of how it blends its theming and its architecture and its food to create the most cohesive themed experience you will find anywhere at Walt Disney World. I will also go as far as to say food and beverage in general, whether it is at Gico, at Boma, which is the buffet restaurant, or at the Mara, which is its quick service restaurant, hands down, best food you will have at a Disney resort in any category. Quick service, buffet, table service. It is out of this world. The food and beverage done at Animal Kingdom Lodge is the best at Walt Disney World. I feel very comfortable saying that. I don't even feel I have to qualify it. It's that good. So that's what, and that's why, those are the reasons why Gico ekes out a small win over Flying Fish for me. Yeah, and my number one, I alluded to it earlier, is Hoopty Doo. I, this is. Really? You'll put Hoopty Doo number one? And. We know this. This is basic fried chicken. The sides are all very plain, easy going, but it is just pure comfort food mixed with a really entertaining show. It doesn't matter how many times I it's see an that experience. show. I enjoy it every single time, and I, I just I love everything about it. It is my favorite dining experience that I have on property. Uh, if I get a choice of what I would want to do for my birthday, for anything else. That's my number one go-to. Okay. I always suggest that. It's, you know, and if you're a drinker, the all-you-can-drinks included in it, too. So No, there um, we go. That's <laughs> why it's number one. Uh, by the time that you get pulled up on stage and you're completely embarrassed, at least you got a little buzz going on. So it's, <laughs> no, it's just, it, it's, it is pure Disney magic for me. It's, a, it's great for all ages. If you're old, if you're young, um, there is something to enjoy in Hoopty Doo. And that's to me, that's kind of what Disney's all about, finding that perfect thing for families. So remind everybody your list from five to one. Uh, five was Boathouse. Four was Hollywood Brown Derby. Three was Morimoto Asia. Two was California Grill. And one was Hoopty Doo Review. And for me, number five was Hoopty Doo Review. Number four was the Brown Derby. Number three, the California Grill. Number two, the Flying Fish. And number one was Jico. So there you have it. That is our top five two table service credit restaurants at Walt Disney World. That will do it for this episode of The Best and Worst of Walt Disney World. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another episode. Have a great day, everybody.